Alright lads, I'm Dara Curran, aka The Guinness Guru, and this is Only Cans, Episode 7. A dose of Only Cans, that's your only man, so sit back, relax, that's the only plan. Grab yourself a Guinness or Peroni, man. Welcome to the show, this is Only Cans. Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> this week I will be diving right in to the crazy topic that is lads trips stag dues bachelor parties whatever you want to call it we've all been on one if you haven't been on one you're either a girl or you're like 10 years old or something but you wouldn't be listening to this but if you're a lad between the age of 18 and 85 chances are you've been on some sort of lads trip whether it was just a weekend away down in fucking Carrick on Shannon or whether it was two weeks on the absolute Raz in Oi Bifa. You've been on it, you know the crack, you know what goes on. Most of which cannot be discussed on a podcast, but I'm going to do my best to, I suppose, let just take you away for the next 20 to 25 minutes. You can just close your eyes. Well, don't close your eyes if you're out walking or something like that. But you can just let me, I suppose, rejig the memories of what goes on on stag trips because it's been so stag trips, kind of lads trips, stag dues. It's been so long since any of us have been on one, at least a year. And I just want to kind of go back over some memories, talk through start to finish what you're looking at on a, on a t- typical kind of stag we'll say like two three day two, two day or kind of friday night saturday night what you're looking at i put it out on instagram uh said send me a few stories if you have any got a couple got a couple of messages um i might read out one or two of them at the end also just before i start plug 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 sell high by low patreon uh going great lads fair folks the lads who've signed up like I said, five a month, extra cans podcast. Merch will be available soon. You keep saying that, you take cunt. Merch will be available soon. There'll be 15% off the merch. Thank you very much. Patreon.com forward slash the Guinness Guru. Your support means a lot, lads. Um, if you don't want to pay it, no hassle at all. If you do, yes, hassle. No, just great. Great stuff if you do. So, stag dues, lads, trips. <laughs> rub my I would rub my hands together but I'm holding the mic. God there's just nothing like them, is there? So I've been on I've been on like one kinda of, when I was very young, it was a stag do, it was like my mate's brother stag do just in Dublin. Kind of standard enough for like clay pigeon shooting, then the greyhounds, I don't know what I think I was only about sixteen, seventeen. Uh like the dog the dogs the the dags, do you like dags? Went to the Greyhound and just pubs and coppers. It was actually my first time ever in coppers, so that was decent. Like, but nothing crazy, just a one nighter. Then it's actually the only other stag I was ever on. I was, I think I was only about eighteen. Again, the man is getting a shout out in every single podcast I've ever done. Sean Kent, me and Sean Kent, eighteen years old, going to a little place called Burno, B R N O. Outside of Prague, I think we kind of thought it was in Prague. Um, yeah, long story short, we were young gassins. We were kind of brought in about two days before. 
we were substituted in for a couple of lads who had bailed. We didn't even have to really pay any money to go. It was great. And we ended up playing a match. And I, it was like a rugby trip. We played a match in the freezing cold. I first, I was on a second row in rugby. Well, I was retired now. Boots are hung up. RIP. Spill a drink for that. But I decided that I would play. I would want to play on the wing because it would be the least amount of work. Boy, was I wrong. Just getting roasted every two seconds. Um but yeah that was the two stags i've been on and then i've been on i've been to budapest and bucharest on two different rugby trips one year after the other and then you know yourself like galway carrick on shannon fucking kilkenny belfast the works so plenty trips have been had by yours truly and i yeah like i keep saying i'm not the biggest drinker in the world anymore Still love me pints of porter, don't get me wrong. But by Jesus, I fucking loved that those trips between the ages of like eighteen to sort of twenty-four. That was me and my element. Absolute element. Stags, fucking lads trips. Oh my god, the excitement. So the trip usually like this is this is just speaking from my experience. You've got lads who are gonna be a lot more mellow and just go on a trip and have a cup of coffee in the airport get there a few drinks and then you're going to have the lads who are total absolute mental cons who are like the fucking doing lines of coke in the airport toilet at nine in the morning i kind of sit just kind of normal lad trip behavior uh kind of boisterous enough but not too mental but kind of mental but somewhere in the middle of coffee in the airport and then like lines of coke in the airport i'd be somewhere in the middle <laughs> what an analogy just on the spot like that's what you're getting from only cans this is just amazing stuff so yeah we all know typically a stag or a lads trip if it's if it starts if the trip is friday to sunday typically the trip is kind of semi-starting on the thursday night in the pub because you finish work on the Thursday, you're flying out Friday, say, kind of two or three o'clock, so you're not arse working Friday morning. And even if you are, you get, it just takes one lad to give that text. Uh, and and, and I'm saying it, it usually would be Sean Kent, aka Kento. And you'd be you'd finish work on the Thursday, five o'clock. Kento throws into the group chat. So are we going for pints tonight then, or are we just waiting until tomorrow? automatically means you're going for pints so you head down the pub thursday night you just have this feeling this like this liberating feeling that like i presume as you get older it just dies which is pretty grim to think of but when you've no responsibilities you've just gotten paid fucking money in the bank you're going thursday night the trip hasn't even begun are you just oh god i'm getting excited thinking about it but like you're just thinking i have tonight tomorrow night and the night after to just do whatever the fuck i want and it's going to be absolutely mental and it's going to be unbelievable crack and there's no one to tell me to stop doing this don't do that i can do whatever is the fuck i want and that's only the thursday night you go you have your few points great crack probably have one or two too many you wake up in the morning like jesus i'm not even left and i'm fucking hanging <laughs> Yeah, boy. So then you pack the bag. If you're a smart boy, you have the bag packed already. You're going to the airport. 
there's probably one fucking moron who has forgotten his passport or something. Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> I think this podcast is, I'm going to go through like how, how this, the trip usually goes down. But then if a story pops into my head, I'm just going to tell it. Don't worry, lads. If you know me, I'm not going to name names. Obviously, I obviously named Sean Kent, but if he's done that and fucked up, I won't uh, say his name. <laughs> but you get to the airport. I remember going on one of those rugby trips, and there was two. There was a guy going, um, and he is one of three brothers, and he couldn't find his passport. We were in the place before we were going, having a few pints, and he couldn't find his passport. This was, we were still kind of in Ashburn. And <laughs> he went and got his brother's passport, and he used it. He used it in the airport, and he used it to get home. And, like, he looks fairly similar to him, but nothing, like, identical. And he used his brother's passport to get over and to get over to fucking wherever it was, and to get back, and nothing was said. Absolutely gas. So yeah, there's always some moments of panic with someone losing a passport, but it's gas because no one else in the group gives a fuck. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, you be alright, you be alright. Then yeah, you get in the bus to go to the airport. Like this is before you've even gotten to the airport. You get in the bus to go to the airport. It's beers. You're kind of thinking, are we good to have beers on the bus? And you're hoping whoever booked the bus didn't book some boring bastard. But you usually have your guy. Like, if you're a group of lads, like, and you usually go out in seven or eight, you usually have your guy either drives a minibus or, like, a big taxi that drops you to town or whatever it is. So he's typically the one dropping you to the airport or to the train station or whatever for this trip. So you know you'd be all right to scull a few cans in the car or the bus. Then you're at the airport... You have your fucking straight onto the points. Usually, I would be anyway because hashtag hard man. You're you're trying to book hopefully a flight around like two or three o'clock would be ideal. Um, early morning just it's going to be a disaster of a day. Like you're going to be absolutely pissed by three o'clock. And then if you get a late flight, obviously you're kind of getting there and you're rushing and you end up getting way more pissed than you wanted to because you you land at like ten and you're just absolutely skull and drink and you're fucked. Barely even make it out. So then you have your few points in the airport, then you're about to get on the plane, and some genius decides, right lads, let's get a bottle of vodka, or a bottle of whiskey, or whatever it is. So you might get like a nagging, or a, a 350, or just a 70cl, and you might split it with someone, and it just sounds like madness. Like You're ta- you're thinking, of, you're planning on drinking 350 mils of like whiskey on a fucking a journey that could be you could be flying to like Liverpool which is like a half hour flight and it's just madness but anyway we plow on we march on you don't really think logically on these trips do you so you buy your whiskey or whatever it is you buy your coke or uh, coca-cola coca-cola or your Fanta or your fucking Sprite whatever it is and you're onto the plane but you know well you're not really allowed to drink that shit on the plane you're only really allowed to drink the shit on the plane that they serve you but I remember one time, some of the big rigs, as we call them, some of the big rugby rigs were sitting in the first row. I think six of them were in the in the front six seats, and there there was I there must have been twenty five of us on the flight, and six of these big rigs were in the first front row, and they ordered they they basically said to the the, the girl with the trolley, how many beers do you have in that trolley? I think she said like. 48 or something and I said give us all of them these six fucking fat cunts ordered the 48 beers and then there was no beer on the there was literally zero beer for the rest of the people on the plane absolutely scandalous behaviour so if you're gonna expect me to not drink 
my 70 CL of whiskey that I've just purchased in the duty free, you're batshit crazy because I'm not staying on this what could be a three or four hour flight to fucking Budapest or Bucharest and you expect me not to drink, you're mental. So you're doing the usual, one lad is keeping sketch of like the flight attendants. Now usually the flight attendants can be kind of like, <laughs> if they see it, they're like kind of just turn a blind eye. Sometimes you can literally be like, no, you can't do that. So you've got one lad keeping sketch, the other lad has the big bottle of Coke and then you're kind of like, you're trying to fucking drink the Coke or the Fanta or whatever. You're trying to drink like, say a third of it so you can fit the whiskey in and then you're just passing it around going, I don't want this fucking Coke or this Fanta or this Sprite. So you just keep guzzling as much as you can until there's going to be, say, the 70 CL to fit in and then once you get there, you dunk the 70 CL in and a lot of the time you'll drink too much of the drink and then the, the, the bottle will be like 70 CL whiskey and like <laughs> 60 CL soft drink and it's just soft drink anyone soft drink soft drink and and it'll just take it'll just taste absolutely horrific then you land you hope someone has transport organized whether it's taxis whether it's a bus or something like that if there's if there's going to be like 15 years and it's a proper big stag you're obviously going to have to have something organized i remember going to it was either liverpool or newcastle (laughs) And one of the lads was trying to pay the... This guy, this bus guy was picking us up, but he was a dodgy cunt. He was like an hour late. We're fucking around the airport, mad to get to where we were. And you know that typical lads thing where... And I'm I'm totally guilty of it. Where if you're the one... If you're the one who was like organized... And I don't want to bring this up to bring back bad memories for myself. But if you're the one who say organized the taxi or the bus... And it's not there, bang on time the lads are just going to give you so much shit for it and they don't even give a fuck but they just it's just all about the wind up and i would stuff like that would be pretty easily wound up so the bus isn't there perfectly no one wants to be the guy who books it because usually if it's a stag it has to be like the best man but when the bus doesn't show up perfectly on time it's fucking and you just hope the guy who's in 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 charge of the bus is able to take a joke because you're just going to get absolutely ripped and the more you call it like fishing like hook line and sinker the more you you catch on the more you go for the bait the more they're gonna pull you in like the more they're gonna slag you so you're just hoping that bus is on time i remember yeah newcastle or liverpool whatever it was bus was about an hour late we got on it and one of the lads was trying to pay the guy this dodgy guy in like northern irish pounds and your man was just having none i think he actually gave them to him and then just as we were getting off the bus they were like go 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 you know i was like hold on a fucking second these are northern irish pounds and i don't know why but they don't really accept ni pounds uh ni sterling or whatever you call it in england so fun fact so then you get to wherever the fuck you're staying and again there's someone else is trying to sort whoever booked now you might have either all just booked the room separately or whatever or one legend has just basically said i'll book the rooms everyone just send me the money and again there's just always trouble i remember again kento you're all over this podcast well which one because see we went to the lads i was fucking retired at this stage but the lads won like they were in it was like an all-ireland cup or something it was like three years in a row they won it and 
three of the years we went on different trips so that's why i'm getting these new casts in liverpool and all mixed up but i think it was liverpool and we got there and there was some sort of problem with the rooms or was it newcastle i honestly can't remember but basically somehow it wasn't right and kento was not happy and he was standing at the reception trying to fucking talk to this guy about the rooms and we're all just classic like fuck's sake and, what, 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 what. and he's going mad and then something wasn't booked and it just turned out we all just had to pay like 50 quid and you know your stuff you don't give a fuck when you're on a trip it's just like yeah take it grand no hassle where's the points then you finally get to your room you might have a shower you're probably not even asked you're you're absolutely half caught if not three quarters caught already it's probably seven might be seven o'clock you're fucking pissed let's be honest you don't think you're pissed but you're pissed so you're probably not having a shower you might throw a bit of links africa on the armpits to to absolutely which is completely futile it's gonna do nothing you're sweating like a fucking what did your man honey badger say you're sweating like a one-armed bricklayer in baghdad that's his not mine and then everyone meets down in the hotel bar for whatever, 8 o'clock. And you get a taxi or you just, where, depends where you are, you just stroll into this bar. And this is where, like, different trips kind of vary. It, it, like, I found, like, with sort of rugby trips, you'd be kind of older guys on the trip. So they're probably, like, a, a, a bit of a meal planned or something. Or, or there's something planned where you're going somewhere. It's reserved for, say, 20 lads and you might have pizzas booked or something like that. Whereas when you're just with your own mates and you're like 20 years old, there's nothing booked. You're just hoping to rock up to a pub and <laughs> get served, obviously, but just rock up to a pub and just whatever. But when you're with the older lads, is is you can say it's good or bad, but there's always a bit more planning in it. But generally, like, we all know it. I call it first night syndrome on any sort of trip where it's like a two-nighter or a three-nighter. It's just a total shit show. Like, you're, you're just, you have a good crack. But you're just so fucking drunk. And if you're going to do anything stupid, I find you're going to do it on the first night. Because a lot of the time, and then I call that this second night syndrome, a lot of the time, and I think a lot of lads can relate, I struggle to get drunk on the second night. So I go balls to the wall first night. Absolutely fucked. Yeah, so first night, always a fucking shit show. First night syndrome, just so fucked up. And then there's always those one or two lads who sneak off and you're not really sure where they went now if it's a sort of eastern european type city or fucking any city for that matter you know exactly where they're gone but there's always those one or two whores to go visit the whores and listen nothing wrong with it lads nothing wrong with it up the whores up riding whores ah wouldn't go that far but like if you want to ride whores right away Right on <laughs> who I'm never riding whores even if I wanted to ride whores <laughs> Oh yeah Sure listen Extracurriculars Eat it around ride who you want then you wake up if you've even gone to bed you've always it's the type of thing where day two if you want to if you want to say you've been gone to bed at 5 a.m on day one night one if you want to get up at 9 a.m and and get on it 
get on it like send it if you want to do that you can because there's going to be the lads who have not gone to bed and we all know why they have not gone to bed i'm uh for the people listening i'm doing that thing where you like kind of touch your nose where it usually just implies you're kind of being smart but like i'm touching my nose if you know what i mean so more extracurricular activity so if you want to get up at 9 a.m and start drinking you can the wise man probably gets a bit more of a sleep but these trips aren't for wise men are they So generally, there'd be a, some sort of a text or something in the lads WhatsApp saying, right, lads, meet at X pub at 12 o'clock or meet outside the hotel. We're going to this pub at 12 o'clock. And something I fucking love, adore, cherish is on day, day two of a trip when there's a fuckload of sport on the TV. Like generally, there's going to be. But I know when we went on those couple of rugby trips to like, Newcastle Liverpool it was during the Six Nations and on day two of I think the Newcastle trip we're drinking in this bar lads if anyone's listening from Newcastle you can tell me what it's it's like used to be a train station or something really high ceilings massive big bar really nice we're the only Irish lads in there and you know yourself you're just fucking you're grand like you're sipping away in your pints but you're bollocks you're feeling the remnants of the night before if that makes sense um and our, our whole day two, the whole night came down to Johnny Wil- Johnny Wilkinson. Fucking hell, I can't say that. Johnny Sexton kicking the drop goal to beat France in the Six Nations. I'm going to say 2018. Um, and lo and behold, the, every single one of the 15 of us, energy just totally revitalized, up dancing on tables fucking Jaeger bombs ordered let's go night was fucking made so thank you Johnny Sexton for that but usually you get to the pub around 12 1 o'clock there's some dodgy looking heads you you fucking there's there's lads straight away ordering Jaeger bombs there's fries there's sausages flying around there's fucking beans there's eggs there's Jaeger bombs there's everything and it's great and no one gives a fuck and it's just great then yeah, touch wood, there's a bit of sport on, you're watching away, and that finishes around maybe 4 or 5 o'clock, and again, some lads will go for a nap, some lads will just keep drinking, the general Joe Blogs like myself will kind of, somewhere in between, keep sipping away, but go back to the hotel, have a shower, put on the good, good clothes, the Friday night is is the good clothes, but the Saturday night is the good good clothes. If you're you might have a shirt, you might have a t-shirt the Friday night, Saturday night full hog shirt, no fucking messing. The good shoes you just bought them on on Thursday after work, and they're gonna be absolutely destroyed by Sunday morning. You're never gonna wear them again. You spent a hundred quid on them, and you don't give a fuck because you're with the lads on the trip, and it's great. But usually when you get back to the hotel around that like five or six mark five or six o'clock mark there's always kind of some because like the if it's if it, you're in a city or something like the chances are i remember there was this fucking i think it was L- liverpool and there was no it was newcastle it was definitely newcastle and there was this other group on a stag or something they're from northern ireland around i'm only messing and they whoever was in the room beside me 
these guys just come out of the room and this is like that five or six o'clock period where some lads are just i think he was the guy who was getting married or something some lads are just totally finished like they've just been drinking for probably 36 hours straight and they just had enough and i think the the guy who whose stag it was i think he shot all over the either the sheets or the bedroom floor or something and the lads were in there trying to clean it and all and like literally scooping it up into their fucking hands and shit it was and everyone was there all so fucked up and it's just that sort of weird time on day two saturday five six o'clock it's like you shouldn't be locked but you're on this you're literally you're fucking 40 hours into a session and the shit's just starting to get really weird and <laughs> yeah some funny shit goes down then you head out in the good good clothes you have to fucking spray the cologne absolutely you're bathing in it because you're still a bit freaked that you probably stink a drink from the night before stink a drink from the night before so you're fucking head to toe in cologne and you're hugo boss whatever the fuck it is you're armani no armani no poo nanny as a wise man said in the bathroom many a time then you're back out to another pub fucking same old crack but now here is something that a lot of us, pretty much everyone who's been on a lads trip, knows the feeling. Now maybe they don't, but I tend it tends to get me a lot. This syndrome, I call it second night syndrome. First night syndrome, like I said, is just yeah, totally fucked out of your head. You just make a show of yourself, so drunk, unbelievably drunk, blackout drunk, fucked. Second night syndrome works a lot differently. You might drink the same amount of alcohol. And you feel like you could drive a fucking plane. You feel that sober. And it feels like the more you drink, the less drunk you get. It's the strangest thing ever. It doesn't always happen. But there's just something about... It's like there's so much alcohol in your system that you just cannot... It's it's like it just your system gets used to it and you just cannot get drunk. And it's it can be quite frustrating when you're there and you're spending an absolute fortune on drink. And don't get me wrong, the hangover the next day isn't any worse, isn't any better because you didn't get drunk. It's just as bad. So you're there fucking down in Jaeger bombs, down in pints, whatever. Actually, actually, you're fucking sick of pints. You're just down in whiskeys and Jaegers and vodkas. And it, you might, it might, the drink might hit you at like one in the morning and you might have an hour or two of being pissed and you're like, oh, thank God. And now don't get me wrong, that sounds a bit sad to be like, Oh, you're drinking, 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 just to get pissed. But let's be honest, you're on a fucking stag, you're on a lad's trip. It's a boozing trip. You're not there to be sober. I know it's like, oh, you should be able to have fun and not get too fucked up. You're not on these trips to be sober. Like, it's it's not a fucking midweek little jaunt away to here. It's a, it's a lad's trip. It's a stag do. Your job is to be fucking intoxicated for the entirety of the trip and sue me if you don't like the sound of that that's just how it is so then that night could go fucking anyway you could kind of crash around 11 12 o'clock you'd fucking be hoping that's the case and then you go home and you're still bollocks or you could stay out all night and literally not get any sleep all weekend then day three hits probably a sunday probably the day you're flying home ideally you're flying home around midday means you can just drag yourself out of bed around nine or ten you still you don't even know what's going on you're still drunk you're having pints in the airport by the time you get on that plane and get home back into your own bed you're fucking you're still drunk you're not sober until you've gotten home 
so it's grand the worst thing that can happen is the fucking Egypt who's organising the trip books like a 6 or 7pm flight on the Sunday and you're just sitting because you have to get out of your hotel at 10 or 11 and you're just sitting in like the airport or a pub with a pint in front of you that you'd rather fucking throw over your head than drink and it's just getting absolutely melody and you just have no interest you just want to get home you're fucked so six note note to self note to anyone organizing the trip for ugh, this year is it even gonna happen fuck knows but next trip earlier the better now not 8 a.m but like trust me 12 like midday might seem a bit too early because you want to you want to sleep get the fuck out of the hotel at 9 10 o'clock quick shower get onto the bus get to the airport and get home now you're home now it's again where they say it separates the men from the boys i am probably a boy in this situation because i rarely go with the men option of you will have those few absolute lunatics who who just refuse to let the trip end land back home dublin airport get back to the hometown straight to the pub now don't get me wrong if again if it's a stag or if it's a, like a rugby trip or a team trip, you're going to have different ages. If it's your own, if it's just your mates and you're all whatever age, it's kind of different. Everyone tends to do the same thing. But if it's say a stag, you could have you could have lads who are 18 and you could have lads who are 50 and, and everything in between. Generally, the guys with like who are kind of married with kids, they're just kind of the whole way home. They're just thinking to themselves, oh, Jay's now I have to go and face the wrath. I've... I've I've enjoyed myself this weekend, but was it worth dealing with this absolute shite? And these aren't my words. These are just what you hear. Like, when you're kind of 18, 19, 20 going on these trips, the 40-year-olds are like to you, oh, me fucking 10-year-old is fucking this thing on later and I have to go to it. And you're just thinking, Jesus Christ. I have the option to go to the pub if I want. I might not, but I have the option. And yeah, most lads go home. You have those kind of three, four, or five lads <laughs> straight to the pub. And they'll probably stay out all night again. And they, there must be a case of extracurricular activity in the schnozzer. Because, like, when you're younger, you don't really get it. And then you get a bit older, you're like, oh, that must be what's going on. Because you're absolutely bollocks and they're totally fine. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. Some lads can just go for days without it. But let's be honest. If, if, you're, if you're on a three-day trip and you haven't slept and, you're, and you appear okay probably what's gone down or should i say up your schnoz but again not judging not judging at all you do you lads do whatever the fuck you want to do and that's generally the trip summed up you've probably eaten like twice in the last three days you probably had maybe something in the airport before you've gone and you might have had a, a, a rotten half of a fry up on the saturday morning someday you haven't eaten a thing and you're just fucked and then the smart lads, which I never did, and I don't know why, I'd be I'd be getting home on the Sunday and it's like four o'clock and you're thinking, Oh my god, I have to work tomorrow. The smart lads have booked like Monday when Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off and they're just they're dying, they're fucked, they're bollocks like everyone else, but they're thinking, At least I'm not in work tomorrow. So the fear just kicks in. You just start thinking about shit you did over the weekend, how much money you spent, I'm never drinking again, blah blah, fucking blah, until the next trip comes up and you're saying I cannot wait for this. And then you get that Thursday. You clock off, clock off on the Thursday. You go to the pub Thursday night. And you do it all again. And it's fucking great. And I miss it 
like fuck I'll sum it up I'll finish it with one quick story lads went to Prague on a trip got a bit too far ahead of ourselves and when we got home one of the lads locked himself in the toilet and KO'd the rest of us were bin bagged at this point so we got mad paro <laughs> paranoid if you're not sure we got mad paro and tried to bash the door in then we got even more paro and rang the Czech guardie not tr- not really sure if they're called Gardi over there, but anyway, we'd go on. Rang the Czech Gardi, and they brought one of those mini door rams. <laughs> door rams. Just as they're about to swing, the door opens, and your man walks out, shows the police out of his way, and jumps into bed. I'll never forget it. And I said, ha 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 ha, laughy face, quality stuff. So lads, that's going to be, I could talk for fucking, I have a few stories, all right, about stag trips, but we keep them in the holster. I could talk for days about it. I think I've gone on long enough. Massive thanks for listening. Again, if you enjoyed that, there's always more on the Patreon. This week I spoke about the, all the crack going on with the surger and also about like a lead into like white, white Guinness aren't selling the surger and why why I don't really see, see myself ever working with Guinness because like the whole zero, they sent me to zero, zero. I kind of said it wasn't great then I never heard from them again. Blah, blah, blah. That's all on the Patreon. Patreon dot com forward slash the guinness guru if you enjoyed the podcast go and support that if you didn't enjoy the podcast then definitely don't support it because that would just be silly yeah if you've ever been on a stag or a lad strip just a weekend weekender bender i hope that maybe brought back some good and probably horrific memories as well but it's all part of it lads it's a package deal these stags are roller coasters it's up and down and you're you're happy and then you're fucked and then you're bollocks and then you're great and this and that and but it's always you always live to tell the tale touch wood unless you die this has been only cans episode seven i have been dara curran aka the guinness guru we'll see you next week lads <laughs>